Welcome to Buzzed with Brian. I am your host, Brian. We're going to talk about beer, the history, and drinking. Hey there, beer fans. Welcome back to another episode of Buzz with Brian. So happy to be out here at Mobcraft Taco in Denver, Colorado again as part of GABF Week and the Beer Bash Week we have here at Mobcraft Taco. Today is the celebration of diversity and we have Lady Justice Brewery out of Aurora, Colorado with us. I am sitting with both Betsy, the co-founder and owner of the brewery, as well as Jamie, the current brewmaster head brewer. Hello. Thank you both for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Right on. Um, is there anything that you want to say about yourselves before we get into kind of the meat of the podcast today? Quick intro. I'm ready. Ready for ready for? Yeah, we can jump right in. Awesome. Let's and do then it. what are we going to be drinking today? What do we have featured on the show? Uh, this is the collab between Mopcraft and Laney Justice. It mm-hmm. is a juicy black IPA that Derek and I dreamed up and we made it happen. Awesome. Well, looking forward to getting into that and uh, on to the show. All right, so we are back. Very excited to be sitting both with Betsy and Jamie here. Thank you again for joining me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just going to kind of kick off the floor here and let you have it. What's been your journey with beer, and how did we end up here today? I can talk about how Lady J got started. Perfect. That sounds like a good starting point. Yeah, so Lady J was founded by uh, myself and then my two co-founders, Jen Cuesta and Kate Power. Okay. Uh, We were coworkers slash friends. Uh, We did AmeriCorps together, so we spent two years basically as professional volunteers. Right. um, Doing capacity building and fundraising for a local nonprofit. Right. Okay. And it was during the recession. Uh, We were Mm -hmm. there 2009, 2011. Okay. And uh, fundraising sucked. It was awful. It was, uh, mm. Grants had dried up and regular donors had to scale back. So it was really hard to find money um, for a nonprofit that should have been pretty easy to fundraise for. Absolutely. Yeah. So we would uh, sort of scrap together money. When, you're, when you are in AmeriCorps, the VISTA program requires you to live at the poverty level of the city in which you serve. Right. So mm-hmm. the three of us were each making about ten grand a year. Sure. Um, we were on food stamps and it was... It was special <laughs> to be able to have enough money to like go out and do stuff right, right? Mm-hmm. uh and so we would scrape together enough money to go and get beers at a brew pub in town okay and was there a local favorite or did you kind of bounce around oh it was always vine street okay <laughs> um so 17th and vine uh they have really good fries and they have really good beer <laughs> but we were we were there for the fries for sure <laughs> <laughs> so we would go and get into these conversations about how like vine street was always packed like it was Mm -hmm. never hurting for customers and we're like we're in the middle of recession people are still choosing like we make 10 grand a year and we're still choosing to find ways to spend money on beer and being with each other yeah Mm -hmm. and so uh the conversation sort of went from there is like how do we funnel people's beer money mm-hmm. into our communities right like the money is there like how do we reallocate to our communities and so mm-hmm. um just started throwing around an idea of like what if you had a brewery where you donated the profits back into the community which is now called a social enterprise but that term like wasn't as sexy then as it is now right um and kate and jen left they went to law school for three years i stayed in denver and kept working in nonprofits. and then when they each graduated they came back to Denver, and we sort of hit the ground running in 2014. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, opened up in 2016 as production-only, membership-based model, super yep. small. We just kept growing. And then we moved into our current tap space at Colfax and Dayton. Um, I signed the lease on that place three days before COVID hit. 
Wow. So, wow. That was, <laughs> That's um, wild. Yeah. <laughs> Your yeah. response right now yeah. is yeah, t- it's all <laughs> it, telling. It, it happened to me. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, the community supported us, and they came out and um, really – uh, have been great and so mm-hmm. so yeah so we donate a portion of our profits over costs to nonprofits in Colorado that work with women and girls that's amazing yeah is there some that you are more active with than others or is it just like are there like people like knocking at your door saying hey we'd love to partake we get, yeah we get asked for money all the time mm-hmm. uh, but we you know we have a list of folks that we've gotten to know over the years or like that have been recommended to us right. we try mm-hmm. to keep it um, pretty diverse, so we try to change up the nonprofits. Okay. We do a monthly tap line for a different nonprofit every month. That's and amazing. Then we, do, then we do our grant funds that mm-hmm. are a little bit more money than the monthly tap line money. Okay. So over the course of a year, we will give to probably 15 to 16 different nonprofits. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, talk about making change in your community and your you know greater state as a whole. That's incredible. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's it's, very it's, cool. It's cool to be able to do something like that. So. And I think that's neat that, like, as, as you said, that when you were with the AmeriCorps Vista program that, you know, you chose to spend your money and, you know, hang out together over beer. Like, I think beer has that power to bring people together. And mm-hmm. that's awesome that you're turning that into an extension of, you know, greater good for the community. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I talk about how beer is basically like a liquid form of breaking bread. Right. So, like, people <laughs> gather over food and drink mm-hmm. over, like, all sorts of different occasions. They right. do it when they're happy. They do it when they're sad. They celebrate. They mourn. Like, it's all people gather around tables. It's just part of human existence. And so mm-hmm. I think there's just something really special there about being able to do that intentionally and just call it for what it is, is that, like, we're a group of people who want to be with each other and hang out right and we want to we want this community to thrive so, awesome yeah well thank you so much for sharing yeah. that betsy Absolutely. and uh, i'll turn it over then to jamie here what's been your journey with beer jamie how did you end up with lady justice journey with beer um journey with beer has been really steep really fast i had a big background in uh, pastries and baking okay did production a lot of fine dining at a denver denver metro so cool. uh, hospitality industry is it's a big part of me. So jumping <laughs> yeah. in beer is really easy. It's a lot of the same family. Mm-hmm. Um, I started in beer as a beer tender and was pulled into back of the house from answering pastry questions anytime a pastry stout would come up. Oh, for sure. And yeah. then it just made sense to stay back there. I was stoked to wash kegs and then mm-hmm. did a guest brew and then ended up having less and less beer shifts and more and more production shifts. Okay. A um, couple years fast forward, I did a collab with mm-hmm. Betsy and Lady Justice. Yeah. And that full day was, oh my gosh, I wish at some point I could work <laughs> somewhere like this. Right. I wish Betsy would at some point consider hiring me. Yeah. Um, that specific beer was something that was something that was in my back pocket that at my current brewery I didn't have the opportunity to make. Yeah. Um, it was a really good chocolate cake stout. Ooh, did you and like a full edition <laughs> chocolate cake like into the It was Whirlpool based off or? of a chocolate cake recipe. Okay. And That's it was just, it was a home run and I'm like yeah. I want to do this again. And then uh, yeah and then not that much longer after mm-hmm. started at Lady Justice as a brewer. That's amazing. That mm-hmm. is amazing. What would you say aside, I mean outside of beer, you as a, a former pastry chef um, what's been your favorite, like what's your go-to dessert? Like what do you nail? Like what do you really got under your under your belt? I, it's almost like beer when if you go somewhere and the pastry chef is there mm-hmm. what do you like what are you proud of right. that's my go to yeah um, anything with chocolate anything that has alcohol in it okay <laughs> <laughs> great answers yeah. great answers yeah. <laughs> right on well thank you for sharing your story as well and uh, with that I think we'll move on to our next segment here great alright so we are sitting here at Mobcraft Taco in Denver 
but I was hoping that the two of you could maybe give just a really good visualization for the audience at home that maybe they're gonna make a beer trip or a hiking trip or just hanging out in Denver and they decide to slide on down to Lady Justice. What can they expect when they walk into those doors for the first time? What does the tap room look like and what are some things that patrons can do aside from having great conversation and drinking good beer? Yeah. I mean, you know, Lady J, uh, it's 100% woman-owned, mm-hmm. and we're also queer-owned, and so our goal for the tap room is to create a community where people feel welcome as soon as they Absolutely. walk Because mm-hmm. that doesn't always happen in every tap room. Mm-hmm. Um, tap rooms can get really homogenous really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want people to be able to walk in and feel like uh, you belong here and you're, you're, you can be yourself. Awesome. So uh, we do that in a few ways. We do that through um, our amazing beer tending staff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're wonderful people, and they're just so welcoming and amazing. And they will uh, they will walk folks through beer who don't maybe necessarily know beer very well. Okay. Um, and then they'll also they love talking about our mission and who we're supporting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the audience <laughs> I on the podcast might notice a noise going on in the background. At first, I thought it was like a truck, and I was like, "Is no. this the world's longest truck?" I think we've got either some uh, hatch oh, this or is about to smell so um, good. yeah, some hatch <laughs> yeah. Pep- chili peppers and a big uh, kind of what do you want to call that? Uh, that's a barrel. That's a so, chili barrel. It's a chili barrel, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that they awesome. are roasting over some hot flames right now. They are going to be, yeah. as you said, Betsy, going to be very good smelling and very good tasting here, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> but uh, back to the tap room. So when you walk in, we have, um, we partnered with a local mural artist named Chelsea Lewinsky. Okay. So when you walk in, almost every wall that we have has um, a mural featured by Chelsea that she painted. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you walk in, we've got a mural of three different, it's huge, it's gigantic, it takes right. up an entire wall, uh, floor to ceiling, um, a mural of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Marsha P. Johnson, and Dolores Huerta, which were three women that Chelsea was really inspired by and wanted to paint them, and I was all for it. So mm-hmm. um, there's that, and then next to that is a big, bright, yellow wall that says, Great Beer, Better World, which is our slogan. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then the wall um, where the tap lines are, we have 10 tap lines. It's okay. a tiny tap room. We uh, our capacity is forty five people in there, and people are okay. always surprised. They think that we're bigger than we're, we are, but we're pretty small. Right. Um, and so, uh, along the tap wall is um, another mural that you know just says Lady Justice Brewing, because mm-hmm. hilariously we currently don't have a sign outside the brewery that says Lady Justice on it. Oh. So it's <laughs> for the street. It says brewery. Yeah, okay. it just says brewery because we were we were the third brewery in this space, so like the signs kept coming. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, so when we uh, when we were thinking about what we wanted that space to be, um, really just the opportunity f- for people to feel like they were part of our community mm-hmm. um, is really is really what it's about. And then um, I don't know, Jamie, you want to talk about the brew house and what's oh, back there? Um, I want to talk about what's on tap. I feel like oh, yeah. it's been Get into the best it, absolutely. accomplishment. So mm-hmm. um, just about to hit six months at Lady Justice. Congrats. And mm-hmm. I, my favorite thing right now is sitting at the bar and hearing people come in and they getting suggested by a beer tender that loves a beer, like, uh, let's say a Juicy or uh, a Hazy right now, great examples of like, oh, you have to try something. People are like, I don't like Hazy, so like, you're going to like this Hazy. Right. <laughs> or people are like, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of dark lagers, so like, you got to have this one. Right. So mm-hmm. I feel like everything on tap is really, really good right now. And it's, it is open to all levels of drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's people that will come in and say that they just want to drink seltzers and they came with their friends. Okay. And they have a new favorite beer by their second trip. So I Very like how cool. welcoming all the taps are. And it is, there's a beer for everyone on there right now. I love that. That's a great, that's a great motto to live by. And I think that anyone can be surprised when they walk into a great craft brewery establishment such as yours and mm-hmm. find something that they like. And then something else that we've um, 
done as well is um, we serve non-alcoholic beer from okay. Athletic because uh, you know uh, we want folks who don't drink to be able to come and hang out with us if, mm-hmm. if they feel comfortable doing that. Right. And then we also just started a cocktail program. So oh, very. Uh, well, cocktail program. That's not the right word for it. We started selling cocktails and cans. <laughs> okay. That will eventually become a beer cocktail program. So our oh, tapper manager, nice. Jess, is working with um, a friend of ours in town to develop mm. um, some very specific Lady J beer cocktails, which will be really fun. So, But right now we've got old fashions and wine and non-alcoholic cool. beer. And um, Yes, yeah, so we have we, we want folks, because we will get folks who come in just to see the murals. Or right. they mm-hmm. learn about our mission and they just want to support us in some yeah, way, but they absolutely. don't want to drink beer. So mm-hmm. we give them every opportunity we can to just to, to Enjoy connect the space with us. And yeah. connect. yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. cool. So with you having uh, more than just beer at the brewery, obviously I'm from Wisconsin and I'm familiar with our state laws. Is there like a special liquor licensing that mm-hmm. you have to go through to have that here in Colorado as well? Mm-hmm. We have a brew pub license. That's okay. how we do it. Um, yeah, when you're just when you're a brewery that doesn't sell alcohol, you need a wholesale and manufacturing license right. to do mm-hmm. beer to to make beer and sell beer on premise. Okay, and that's actually pretty easy to do, and that's what most breweries in town do. Um, when I moved into that space. Uh, the guy who had the brewery in there before us already had a brew pub license, so he was willing to let me oh, transfer sure. it over. That's nice. Which mm-hmm. is uh, still a long, annoying process, but okay. it's a little less. <laughs> it's a little shorter and a little less annoying than starting from scratch. Yeah. Um, and you know, liquor licenses are valuable, so he was like, "Don't give this up." Like, right, you keep know, it. Put mm-hmm. in the work and keep it. So that's what we did. So we do. Uh, we have a. Lim- we don't have a kitchen, so we actually have. Mm-hmm. We have to sell food as part of the brew pub license, but okay. we sell pretzels. Like we don't have a kitchen, we don't uh-huh. have so it's a, it's an oven and um, pretzels from a local guy who drops them off. Okay. Um, so yeah, so that's how that's how we get away with being able to do wine and liquor. Okay. I was yeah. just gonna ask if the pretzels were from outsourced or if that's like Jamie's side of things being the no. Okay. Maybe <laughs> yeah, down the road. They're from this really cool guy yeah. named Leon who lives in town and right on. He's, he's wonderful. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that wraps things up for me. Anything else you want to share about the brew space and the tap room? If you make it down to Mobcraft or Lady J soon, have this black juicy. Yeah. It is, it'll blow your mind. Let's uh, let's get into that. All right, so we're at my favorite time of the show here. We're going to talk about the beer that's sitting in front of all three of us. <laughs> uh, we did not plan this. So we just sat down at the table, <laughs> yeah. and we all have... <laughs> A black and juicy. It's a black IPA. Um, my buzz with Brian fans might be a little familiar with the style. I recently went over it, and I, as I said, it's getting a little bit of a resurgence here, and I'm mm-hmm. very happy and just very excited to see one out here in Denver. So, mm-hmm. Jamie, I understand this was um, kind of your brainchild with uh, Mopcraft to Taco and collaboration beer right. with one of the brewers here, so I'm going to let you, you know, the floor is yours. Yep, so within seconds of meeting Derek, um, I feel like we hit it off. We had a couple ideas for um, styles that we wanted to do, and both of us, I don't know if it was an ego thing, but we didn't want to co-host an event and have something not awesome. Right. <laughs> As he goes, well, there, there he goes is. the man. Yep. <laughs> um, so we're like, let's just do something crazy, but let's do something where like, it's called this, but it tastes like this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, we wanted to do a juicy and we wanted it a crazy color. Mm-hmm. And then this seemed like kind of... 
honestly a little bit difficult for both of us. I think it scared us in the beginning and we brainstormed it for a couple weeks okay. and I feel like we tied all the pieces together like on Brute. A lot of our decisions were made based off of what ingredients we had on hand, um, sampling throughout the Brute. Um, I feel like we pulled samples all day and we made pivots. We based a lot of our decisions off of our lucky numbers Yeah. and I think that's why it turned out so good. We did a lot of coin flipping and honestly like this was made for us. We made right. a beer that we wanted to drink that yeah. we were excited to make, and I think that's why it turned out so good. That's awesome. You poured your heart, heart and soul into it, Absolutely. so to speak. Yeah. So tell me a little more, I guess, from the technical standpoint. What do we, I mean, what's this beer weighing in at? What do we have as far as a hop edition on this? So this finished at seven, I believe. And uh, it's all New Zealand hops. So oh. everything mm-hmm. that uh, Mom had on hand, New Zealand, we popped open every bag. Um, we did two dry hops. Um, we went heavy on brew day. Okay. Um, and we went as cold as possible all brew day. So it is dry, dry, dry. Love it. Yeah. And I mean, the nose is very apparent on this. I mean, we talk about, uh, you know, Australian, New Zealand hops, all the tropical, juicy, you know, flavor bomb that those hops can give. On the nose, it definitely speaks to that. And it's a little confusing because you look at it and you're like, right. oh, it's going to be a malty beer. Like, no, it's a hop. Oh, it's a hoppy absolutely. beer. <laughs> and all of our dark malts are added at the end. We mm-hmm. did a sparge edition, and I feel like we hit, like, we have just as much roastiness as we want. For sure. I, it's very well balanced. I, I agree. And the dryness on it, I think I like that you touched on that. I, it's it's almost got, almost has, like, a lager-type quality Absolutely. to it. And it's very, very tasty. Absolutely. Um, so with this beer, Betsy, did you say that you wanted to mention mm-hmm. um, a tie-in on it as well? Yes. Yeah, so we, uh, because, you know, uh, a big part of our mission is being able to give back to our community. Um, we partnered with an organization called Black and Soul, B-L-A-Q and Soul. And that's run by uh, Tony and April Boyce, who are mm-hmm. out of California. Tony used to do uh, QAQC mm-hmm. uh, at New Belgium. Okay. And um, their, their mission with Black and Soul is to use... Uh, beer collaborations to raise money for black trans folks who are just trying to do something Mm -hmm. so like they'll support a black trans artist they'll Mm -hmm. support a black trans brewer trying to get into like beer school or something right Mm -hmm. so they just raise money for they just as needs come to them they they will grant money out very nice so yeah so this is called black and juicy b-l-a-q yeah Mm -hmm. um and so we'll bounce some money back to tony and april over at black and soul very as cool. part of this and Tony's like super psyched to try this beer like they mm-hmm. are like so into sensory and just like geeking out and mm-hmm. they're gonna lose their minds over this beer so I'm really excited to send that off to very awesome. nice yeah so aside from obviously we're enjoying this at uh, Mobcraft to Taco right now and I had the honor of pouring it at the Porch Drinker event last night as well and oh fun I will yeah. say I'm not just saying this because you are both were from the brewery but it was the most asked one that we had on out of all five beers and everyone was just like oh black IPA oh black IPA so there was a lot of intrigue by it awesome. um, I'm assuming that this is available down in the Lady Justice tap yes. room as well Yes. Okay. Is there any cans or bottles of this out there, or is it just on draft? There might be cans. Okay. I feel like I, think, I, I feel know. like as soon as people heard about it, and mm-hmm. we might run out before we can get to yeah. a canning day. No but doubt. If yeah. we can can some up, we should. But uh, mm-hmm. I feel like Derek we'll told too many people about it. Yeah. And he's like, someone so wanted a keg. Someone so wanted a keg. So. Yeah. Do you see this kind of like unique blend of styles coming back to the kind of rotation at Lady J? I'm not sure if it's this particular style, but I. Do you think that we're going to make a, a goal to collab with Mobcraft quarterly? Nice. Just because of how well Derek and I vibe. That's I awesome. I feel like this is going to mm-hmm. be 
pay every quarter something crazy. Very and it's cool. going to be good. Well, and something interesting about the way I've seen Jamie approach beer styles is that mm-hmm. Jamie doesn't necessarily say, like, I want to brew a hazy. Right. What Jamie does is she'll say, I want to brew a beer that tastes like this. Yeah. Right? And I think that connects back to your, like, pastry and then you kind of, like, food. work Yeah, backwards. so then, like, yeah. the pumpkin, we have this pumpkin alt beer that people are losing their minds over. We <laughs> ran out of it, and, like, I don't even know. We flew two through it two weeks. And it's not even, I mean, we're still three weeks from Halloween. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, we're going to have to make a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> but the way Jamie approached that was, like, I want this beer to taste like this. And mm-hmm. so here's a style that sort of fits with that. So it's a pumpkin alt beer. Okay. Um, but you, I don't think you were like, I want to brew an alt beer. I think you were like, I want no, no, to no, brew. No, no, yeah. yeah. It was, this style is going to showcase these flavors, and it's still going to be a legitimate beer style. They just work with each other. Absolutely. I think that's great. Well, that's uh, definitely someone that's very knowledgeable in the craft, and you know what you're doing. So, and this beer shows it's fantastic. Um, with that, is there anything else we need to talk about with the beer here? No? Um, that's great. Good to go. All right. Try we'll, it. We'll drink ra- it. <laughs> drink it. Yep. Drink it. <laughs> we'll wrap up the show in a second here. All right, beer fans. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. Betsy, Jamie, Lady Justice family out there, thank you so much for coming to Mobcrafted Taco. Obviously having you know a plethora of your beers on tap today as guest taps. And thanks for sitting down with me and talking on the podcast. It's really special, and I was glad to have you both on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been yeah. fun. Um, with that, the last question I usually ask people is, you know, where can if they're coming out to Denver, they're coming out to the Colorado State in general, where can they find your beers out in the wild aside from people do visit the tap room like if you have the the time go to lady justice Mm -hmm. but if they don't have the time where can they find your beers yeah we're in a handful of liquor stores throughout the area so we're in um we're in both molly's locations which Uh is a larger you know better known liquor store in the area and then we're in just a whole bunch of like fun independent mom and pop stores throughout so if you check out our website at any given time i think allison keeps that up to date and Mm -hmm. then um we just got signed on with whole foods so we're slowly getting into whole food stores all around denver okay so the goal is to be in everyone in the denver metro area hopefully by the end of the year okay yeah. If only with uh, Whole Foods, Amazon, and, you know, if you could ship beer, we could have two-day beer shipping, and oh, no, anyone could get it. Get it, yeah. A drone beer drop-off on your front porch would be, would be amazing. so fun. Yeah. yeah. I would probably be in trouble as a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As a beer consumer. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, very cool. Um, is there anything else that you have for us today, or are we, uh, we wrapping things up here? No, I think this is great. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much for coming on. And uh, for everyone else out there that's listening, um, obviously we're out here in Denver hanging out for GABF, hanging out Beer Bash Week here at Mobcraft Taco. Um, if you do find yourselves out in Colorado, do come out to Mobcraft, do come out to Lady J, and we're going to have some more episodes coming your way from this week, so look to that. And um, if you have any suggestions or ideas, you can write in at buzzwithbrian at gmail.com. Follow along on the social media, and can't wait to get on the mic again soon here and have another couple beers. Betsy, Jamie... Cheers, yeah. beers. Thanks, Brian. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.